Welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Denise Lee, and I'm a coach, speaker, and advisor dedicated to help you grow and transform not just your business, but your life. And today, we're going to be talking about being the real you. The no BS, no game, straight shooting, full throttle, awesome version that is you. If you are looking to break free from anxiety and fear and the need to people please, listen to today's episode. We're going to be talking about how to be the most authentic, badass version of of who you are. And you're going to get some really practical tips. I'm going to be real and tell you some things about my past. So this is going to be a really special, heartfelt episode, and I know it's going to really help you. And you're going to get all of this coming to you after this short break. Hey, 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 and we're back. I am so glad that you are here with me. If this is your very first time listening, I'm giving you a big old electronic high five. Yes, so glad that you're here. Make sure you hit that follow, subscribe button, so as soon as I drop a new episode, you'll be able to listen to it lickety-split. And those of you guys, my homies, my my diehard homies who have been listening to multiple episodes, I know I've got over like 300 episodes, and I'm so glad that you have been here for at least one of them. <laughs> Make sure that you share this podcast with somebody else. That way they also can be motivated, inspired, and encouraged to be the best version of themselves. Be sure also to write a review. That makes me know what you love and I can give you more of it. I know I've got some people who rather just email me and that's totally fine, but I would love to read your words. Also, I would love to hear your words. Check out the show notes below, anger.fm slash Denise G. Lee. Be sure to include your name, your hometown, and what you've been loving that way. I want to give you some PR or just hear your lovely voice. And lastly, be sure if you would love to connect with me to check out the show notes below, info.deniseglee.com slash connect, where you can check out one of my courses, read my about page, all the stuff that I know that may be of interest to you. So go ahead and check out info.deniseglee.com slash connect. Everything that I'm going to be talking about can be formed in more details in Amazing Attitude. Amazing Attitude is a 21-day program where I just, I'm just showing me unfiltered or raw and sharing some things about how you can just unlock the inner playful fun kid that's inside of you that's begging and is screaming to get out. Check out info.deniseglee.com slash connect where you can link to Amazing Attitude or check out the direct link for Amazing Attitude in the show notes below. Okay, so I've got so much that I want to talk with you, but I just want to just first tell, tell a confession. I have not always been vivacious and having fun on this sh- this podcast or heck with people. For the d- full disclosure, for the longest part, I was a social outcast. I didn't really know how to relate. I didn't know how to communicate. I would initially be fun, but then I would put up walls and defenses and push people out and more or less intimidate, antagonize, or intimidate people out of connecting with me. And the root of it goes so deep. And I've been doing my own personal development process over the years of kind of understanding and unwrapping and unpackaging that. One of the things that I think about was 
when I first took my first personal development course, when I entered in the, in the coaching arena, and it was a course called Client Attraction Magic, and I really enjoyed it. Ironically, the coach uh, who created the program said that this was her worst performing course ever. But for me, it was a total game changer because she introduced me to this idea of feminine versus masculine energy, and it just took me down this whole rabbit hole of understanding our egos and understanding why we block ourselves from amazing, fantastic things. And I'll just just give you a little brief background about my own upbringing for those of you guys who don't know a lot about me. Plus, I want to hear it again because every time I tell the story, every time I remind myself of where I've been, what I've done, where I've been going through, it has reminded me that change is possible. Change is available to anyone who is seeking for that. You know, I for those of you who may not know, I grew up in a very tumultuous, very abusive situation from, as far as I know, since I was a little child up until 11 years old, 11 or so years ago, my mother sexually molested me. She beat me. She did all sorts of horrific things. Uh, it wasn't until she I tried to, with the assistance collaboration of my grandmother to try to put cayenne pepper into my vagina that I actually was able to break free from that that sexual abuse. And there was still abuse that was going on, but at least that, that ended, that stopped right then and there. But the pain of the, the the abuse and the neglect from my father and growing up in such a chaotic environment where I didn't know anything but yelling and screaming or withdrawing and being sullen, that was my theme. Either being alienated and feeling disheartened or being very willful and very aggressive and defensive. That's the only steady state that I knew to exist. We replicate what we observe from our family. And I saw how my brothers retreated. My my oldest brother became more or less a mama's boy. And as a result, he and some of the other abuses that he received, he is still to this day under the, the, the care of the state. And my other brother is still in the midst of alcoholism. And I feel like I'm the only one that survived all of that in the sense that I was able to get married and have a kid and be able to even tell you this, all of this without feeling tears of crying and depression. But I'm not going to sit here and lie and say that I haven't, it wasn't a process. I share a lot of what I learned and how I've healed from that through amazing attitude. But it was this idea of giving myself the permission to be me. And for a lot of us, we're not allowing ourselves to be us because there's a state of our mind that always feels that it has to be perfect and poised and free of error and not being able to just be free because every time we were free or, or just explore, we were creative. We had parents first or physical parents that told us what we should and shouldn't do and not to be careful and so careful that the idea of taking risks, 
starting a business, having kids, getting married to who we want, having careers that what we want. You know, Mark Twain once said that most people die at 25 and buried at 65. And gosh, how true is that? How many people have lived a life dead man walking, doing things based on Fear of not getting approval, fear of not measuring up, fear. And everyone else is just projecting their same fears onto us that they fear for themselves. And that's the kind of life that I lived. I got a degree, not be, uh, my original degree was environmental science and geography with a focus in land use. And I remember I got the degree not because I had a need, uh, need for protecting Mother Earth or because I wanted to do something better. It was because I was so fearful of not having a college degree. I remember at the time, my best friend then at the time, Faith Gillum, we were just sitting there and I was just desperately leafing through the University of Maryland uh, uh, academics program and college and course college offerings. And I was just thinking to myself, I need to get out of computer science. It was an epic failure. I was not doing good. In fact, I was getting C's all over the map. I did, I, in fact, I had to audit one of the courses I took because I just not, was not getting it. And it was just really bad. It was really, really bad, guys. <laughs> and I didn't want to be a, a flunky out of college because I knew I just, I again, remember the parental conditioning. I, I thought I had to get a degree because that was what you were supposed to do. Do you know that 55% of people who started a college degree don't even finish it? We really need as a society to revamp and revisit this idea that not everyone is meant to go through that academia track. Let's bring back having internships. Let's bring back trade schools. But anyway, I, I digress. Going back to the idea of my degree, I remember just frantically leafing through that program going, I got I got to get a degree. And environmental science popped up. Okay, seemed easy enough. Still a science degree. I need. I was in an internship program where I needed to have a science degree program. And so that's what I chose. And I remember when I was talking with the, the, the dean of the environmental science program, um, Bruce and... Um, I just remember he was saying, so you like the environment, you like things about Mother Earth, you want to protect the, the land, and you, you really have a good passion for it. And I was like, yes, 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 I love the Earth. Yes, I, I remember just saying whatever I needed to so I could get into that program. And I I I got a good grade. I, I got good grades. And it wasn't because I wanted to be an environmentalist. Full disclosure, I didn't. I grew up in a suburb in Montgomery County where everyone was predominantly Democrat and I just marched the beat of the drummer of everyone around me because I was so fearful of being rejected. I was so fearful of not being able to have a lot livelihood because I grew up in an environment where there was so much economic insecurity because the the, the family members of my life didn't know how to manage their anything, the financial life, their emotional life, all that stuff. So I grew up with this attitude of fear. So I know for a lot of us, this attitude of being who we are feels frightening. Because if you've had 18, 20, 30 plus years of people lording over you, telling you what you should and shouldn't do and what's good and what's politically correct from your social circles. And here, I'm not sitting here trying to tell you that you need to be one particular 
belief system or whatever, I give you religion. But I'm saying that this idea of being free and being who we really are, it comes when we finally realize that the people that meant us well were really fearful people of themselves. They never gave themselves the permission to be who they are. And as a result, they taught you to be fearful. And the cycle goes on and on and on. I want you to think back in your life. I want you to think about the people that had the most influence. Did they encourage you to be the best version of who you are? Or did they more or less tell you about what you should and shouldn't do and what's practical and what's not practical? I remember a few days ago, there was this influencer that, you know, I've come to respect. I've learned a lot from her over the years about certain different things about lifestyle and etiquette and whatnot. And I remember she gave an impromptu live. And I remember, you know, listening to her and she, she was saying, I'm very busy. I have so many things to do. And, you know, but I really want to be a part of this group, our group. And this is her own group, mind you. This is, was not on Facebook or Instagram or one of those other places, her own private group. And she was, she, it'd been months and she said, I'm so busy, but I know that I should be here. And then she confessed during the conversation. I have, despite the fact that she has millions of followers, she has deep insecurities about how she talks about, she has a lot of health problems and she constantly is busy and she wants to do different things, but she doesn't know she can commit. And it was insane to me because in that moment I thought, My goodness, she has money, she has fame, she has clout, but here she was so deeply insecure. Here she was not feeling confident in her own ability to speak with conviction and confidence. And what was even more disturbing was that she was being asked questions from her her audience about certain recommendations for lifestyle and for food and nutrition and all this stuff. And she kept saying, I don't really know. It all kind of depends on your lifestyle. I don't really know. It all depends, blah, 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 blah. And it, it felt like the blind leading the blind. And in that moment, I, I got to be honest with you, I, I realized that it was a mirage. For, so what I'm trying to say is for those of you guys who want big things in your life, And if you have that insecurity now, it's not going to go away if you got money and fame, okay? That's just a huge myth. Look at the world right now. Think about celebrities. Think about certain people who have clout. They got lots of problems, health problems, addiction problems, relationship problems. How many times have you met, I shouldn't say met, heard of one celebrity who seems like they changed their underwear at as the same rate as they change their lovers, you know, crazy things. The next thing you know about they're hooked up with somebody else. Their life is a soap opera. I don't want that for you. If you are going to be who you are, it requires you to take a deep dive into those fears and those insecurities and those hurts and those pains so that you're not kind of covering it over with mascara and followers and fames. And I know that's scary as hell. Because for a lot of us, we weren't even allowed to give ourselves permission to feel sad other than feeling angry, 
Anger is a huge thing. People love anger because it gives them those big dopamine hits. Gives them that satisfaction of knowing who's right and knowing what to do. But here's the thing. That also strips the myelin sheaths off your nerves, releases cortisol, uh, stress hormone, and just damages your immune system. And you know certain people, they have ALS and Parkinson's and asthma and so many different things. It's because their bodies are overwhelmed with stress. And being the version of who you are meant to be requires you to understand that those defense things that may have worked for you back then when you were scared and lonely and afraid and unsure and you weren't being comforted for who you were, you truly are flaws and all, it's only going to hurt you now if you have big dreams. I've met so many people over the years. They say, you know what, Denise? I've been doing this business seven years, 10 years, even heck, even 15 years, and I've only had moderate success, and I don't really know what to do. And I did this Tony Robbins event, or I did this this other event. Heck, I even did like meditation and, and Buddhism or whatever, but I still don't feel satisfied. And the reason behind that is because those feelings that are locked within your heart that tells you exactly what you need to be doing, the intuitive side, the childlike side within you, and I talk about the parent-child adult and all that and amazing attitude, it is locked and trapped. It is dying to come out. I was talking earlier today with a client of mine and he's really facing some uncertainties with his business. And he was like, Denise, I've been trying to do this. Denise, I've been doing this strategy. And I just don't really know what to do. I really feel confused and I've been and I I, I want to go over my procedures and what I'm doing. And I said, I don't want to hear procedures right now. I don't want to hear the your parent in you that wants to be methodical and procedural and stuff like that. I want to hear from your little kid. Your little kid in you knows exactly what to do. So many of us have repressed that little kid voice inside of us that knows what to do and how to do it without fear, without shame, and without condemnation. And I we did a little exercise where we were able to talk with his 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 parent to tell that little parent inside of him to quiet down so his inner child his kid can be free to be creative to be explored to be imaginative being you is being at peace with all of your ego states being you is understanding when to shut down the kid when to activate the parent, and when to use your adult to make decisions. And for a lot of us, we're living our lives with our inner dominating, judging, critical, pessimistic, anxious side of ourselves. And then we're wondering why things aren't working. We're wondering why our businesses aren't growing. We wonder why we don't have long-term romantic relationships. We're wondering why... We say that we have hopes and dreams, but we never act upon or we never do anything. We're wondering why we stay in careers or uh, and other things that just don't fulfill us. We're wondering why we have insomnia at night. So many people aren't giving their body the chance to calm down because their brain is so hyperstimulated. And being the real version of you is understanding and respecting the spirit of your soul and being at ease in it and being in flow with it. 
And so as I reflect about, I, I earlier we were talking about my University of Maryland environmental science degree, and then getting into jobs and every single job that I went through, I would just, it was just a fear-based decision. And I remember I had people, mentors along the years of my life who honestly try to help me, try to support me, try to steer me from my pig-headed beliefs about how things should be done. And I pushed them aside because I knew better. <laughs> Sound familiar? I knew better. And come to find out years later, as I reflect upon it, damn, they were right. Damn, they were right. But I was so afraid of being vulnerable. I was so afraid of being honest that I couldn't risk it. It was too damaging. Let me ask you a question. Is your fears of what should be done? How much should be spent? No, we can't spend any money at all. We can't risk any money. We can't, we can't spend a darn thing. Who knows? We can't guarantee a satisfaction. We can't guarantee results. We can't guarantee that anything will happen. So let's not do it. And if we do do it, let's not complete it because we're afraid. How many people are suffering silently in fear? That's when we feel shackled. That's when we are in bondage. That's when we cannot even allow ourselves to explore the possibilities. So I bounced from job to job, from relationship to relationship, to dysfunctional situation, dysfunctional situation. Because the only thing that was familiar and comfortable for me was instability. The only thing that was familiar and comfortable for me was just to stay stuck in patterns that were very familiar, but were actually harming my health. I was. I remember when I was inter, uh, interviewing some interns earlier this year during the summertime, and I remember telling uh, one one prospective intern that I wanted to come on board and work with me, and I was saying that I was so stressed from trying to perform and trying to be all things to all people. My neck. I'm not kidding with you. My neck was almost like two inches higher. It was. It was almost like I was the tilting my one shoulder up higher and it was because it was so tight in my shoulders and my trapezius muscles I couldn't even relax it because I was under so much stress to get things done my way risk-free baby ain't no risk in life life we can't that risk is a part of life when we embrace it and understand it and respect it, we are free. But anyway, I was so afraid of risk, so afraid of exploring that it was literally rotting me out from the inside. And so as I kind of wrap things up, I just have to say above all, if you are wanting to see yourself grow in amazing spots, it's time to let things go. And for a lot of us, we need to let go of the version that people expect of us and step into who we know intuitively we are. And Amazing Attitude's great. Coach, working with me one-on-one is even better because I'm getting in that junk and digging up all that stuff and helping you unpack and unlearn, unlearn all the faulty messages, the distorted thinking about what should and shouldn't be done so that you can emerge victorious. Another thing I just want to say that I, I'm totally with you. I understand the need to have things done the right way. I totally understand the fears of 
being looked at negatively by your family and friends. Here's the thing. Most of the people who are most critical are the most insecure people above all. And letting go of that shame is giving yourself the permission to be free. I want you to be free. Well, that is it. (laughs) I am so grateful for this conversation. Was there anything that I said that was particularly enlightening? Or what are you going to plan to do next on what you've heard? Let me know. Check out the comment section below, info.deniseglee.com slash connect connect with me send me a message let me know what you want to do check out amazing attitude that's going to be a game changer for those of you guys who are just wanting to break free well that and and sorry more thing please share this podcast with someone else if you found that was very helpful well that is it thank you so much for listening take care and be awesome